Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler, David Shepard's here, Marco Belletti. We've got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. I will not be here tomorrow. David Shepard is taking the reins, as one would expect and hope. And uh, so this will be this will be the last hour before the Super Bowl. Which is, okay, so the next time I talk, it'll be recap. Instead of preview, I am ready to give a final Super Bowl prediction. I'm ready to to give that. And there's a lot at play here. Um, I do think both teams are capable of winning this game. I feel like the Niners should be an underdog, but they haven't been all year. I don't like that they're acting like underdogs sometimes. Um, I think that their offense as a complete whole is probably better than the Chiefs, but even what you think about Brock Purdy, no matter what you think about Brock Purdy, Mahomes has the edge there 100%. I give the Chiefs the edge for coaching. I do. I give the Chiefs the edge for, um, like, knowing the routine of the week. I give the defenses, it's kind of like the same. They've got a lot of good playmakers. They're going to rush and try to get sacks and, uh, really a great pass rush, but you can run on both of these teams. Um, maybe more concern on the special teams when it comes to the Niners and the Chiefs, but you never know what could happen. I feel like the Chiefs are going to win this football game. I feel like they are. I feel like a good part of me, and I say this, but I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, so obviously I'm upset that the 49ers beat my team. I'm so upset still. I am. I'm not. I'm kind of like mocking myself, but I, I still am upset. But with this game, I think what it comes down to is Mahomes, a big part of it. They've been there before, a big part of it. And I don't, I, you can't bet against either quarterback. You can't bet. You cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes. But also, how do you explain, how do you, how do you bet against Brock Purdy right now? How do you bet against the Niners right now with what they've done in these last two games? 
I thought when Aaron Jones had that big run, I thought, oh, my God, the Packers are going to do it. No, Niners came back. Then the next week, they had a bigger hole to get out of. I thought at halftime, the Detroit Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Nope. 49ers get there. I'll tell you what I don't like. I think there's a lot of uh, nicknames about certain teams that get kind of tossed around. Like, um, And you should not be saying this in 2024, but some people, I don't know if you know this, some people call the Dallas Cowboys, they call them the Cowgirls. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. They call them that. It's, I mean, I know. Some people call the San Francisco 49ers the San Francisco 40 whiners. But guess what? They've been doing this week. They've been whining. Oh, we don't like this feel that's like a sponge. Well, then go somewhere else. Nah. All right. Uh, Now, this morning, I guess, the fire alarm got pulled at 6 a.m. in the morning, and they were all grumpy about it. There's no way it's random, McCaffrey said. It's part of the, just more wood on the fire. These guys are not focused. Chiefs, focused. Niners, I don't think they're as focused. So I am going to go, if for no better reason than this game is impossible to predict, I'm going to go with which team I feel is more focused, and I'm going to take the Chiefs to win this game by a score of 31 to 22. 31-22 final. Chiefs 31, Niners 22. That is the prediction. That is that that's the final. Final stamp Regis final. 8552124227. Connor is in California and he literally just hung up this second. All right, uh let's talk to Alan in Toronto. Hey Alan. Hi. I am very happy that Devin Hester finally got in. It was his third uh third time thir- three times a charm. I still remember his 92-yard TD return in uh, Super Bowl XLI in 2007. And uh, a case could be made that they should move the the kickoff back to the 25-yard line instead of the 30-yard line. I mean, instead of the 35-yard line, because in 2010, there were 23 touchdowns returns, uh, and then it was reduced to, to nine the following year. You know, Way too many kickoff returns are not returned, and kickoff uh, kickoff return is one of the most exciting plays in in the NFL, and the fans are are cheated out of them. Ninety percent of them go for touchbacks, and uh, I, I yeah, I, 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 hey, I don't like Alan. I I don't like how we're and I they're saying player safety, but um, I think you can make the kickoff safer without getting rid of it completely. That's a good point. Like, are we ever going to see? Another Devin Hester again because they're taking they're taking all this stuff out of the game. And it's an, uh, you know I I've very widely criticized the XFL and the USFL. The USFL goes to the twenty yard line to kick off, and the thirty yard line in the XFL, 
and the 35-yard line in college and the NFL. It should be back to the 25-yard line because, you know, it just uh, it makes it very, very dull. I just, it just burns me up. And the ball is in the end zone, and it's dead, and they just don't, uh, they don't bother returning it. Sometimes I've even seen a fair catch on the five-yard line, and I just hate it. It just burns me up to see a fair catch on the five-yard line. In the I like that. It burns me up. I'm going to use that. I like that. I like that. I'm I'm with you. It burns me up too. I'm mad. Yeah. He had 20, 20 return touchdowns uh, during his career. Fourteen in the uh, in the kickoff and six in uh, in the punt returns. This man was really really exciting, and I'm I'm glad to see he's he finally got in. The third time's a charm. Well, yeah, I am too. Uh, Alan, thanks for the call. Devin Hester's going to take his grandkids to Canton someday, and they're going to be like, oh, this is pretty cool, Daddy. What? Wait, hey, what's this? What's this? Or Grandpa, this, what's this? What do you mean, what's this? It says KR slash PR by your name. What does that mean? Oh, I return kicks and I return punts. What are those? Oh, that's right. The great uh, kick washing of 2030 when they finally eliminated the kick from football, which I fear is coming. Uh, Doug's in Wisconsin, my main man, Doug. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I've been trying to get in two nights in a row, and uh, oh, we're the we're the hottest we're the hottest show around, man. Dang, you are on fire, man. You're just like I don't know. I tried to get in, and then Shep had to come on and say, "Man, you're not going to make it tonight." And I'm like, "Oh, so yeah, I, I make him do my dirty work. What a gig." Yep. He said call back, and he got me in. I'm just happy to hear you, Bart. Um, I'm going to predict 42-17 to 17 Chiefs. Ooh! Yeah, good old-fashioned, you know what, whooping. That's spicy, Doug. I don't like – I'm with you. There is no way a Packer fan can root in any way, any form, any shade, any color, anything – for the 49ers ever. Well, and hey, uh, Packer fans can stake claim to Andy Reid. He won a Super Bowl with Green Bay, so there you go. Another one. Absolutely. Well, great show. I'm glad you're doing super well, and uh, have a good night. All right, Shep, Doug, good to talk you know, to you. Night, one other thing. Shep, yeah. The other night with his uh, Super Bowl quarterbacks, my head's still spinning from his knowledge of all these, he he went into quarterbacks. I'm like, well, who the hell is that? And I was like, well, like who? I don't know. He said some quarterback from 1920 or something. And I'm just, oh like, yeah, he was, uh, yeah. He who was, was that? Charlemagne, Doug Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God. Who was the coach that you liked in the 20s? <laughs> we were talking about. Well, I appreciate you, Doug. We were so we were talking about greatest head coaches of all time, and it's different because you've got to factor in NFL titles, which never Thanks, gets Doug. brought up. So we have to talk about guys like Curly Lambeau. We have to talk about individuals like Paul Brown. George oh, Hallis. Guy Chamberlain then, is yeah, his Guy name. Guy Chamberlain yeah. is 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 an, he is the winningest head coach in the history of the NFL. If you just look at it from a percentage standpoint, and yeah. he never ever gets talked about. The problem is he coached a hundred years ago, so we never get uh, you know his name the proper respect that it deserves. But we do talk about Babe Ruth, who pitched a hundred something years ago. So I find that ironic. yeah, but that's I mean, saying Guy Chamberlain is like one of the greatest coaches ever is like saying that <laughs> the Wright brothers were some of the greatest uh, aviators ever. I mean, sure they invented it, but like, well, Bart, could like, they fly these planes today? Well, well like we never we, talk about that. 
Could the Wright brothers fly in the modern era? 414-855-212. That's what we should do. I want to start taking non-sports <laughs> arguments, but frame them as sports arguments. I love, the, I Wright, love that. the Wright brothers could never fly transatlantic today. They wouldn't know what to do. The equipment's too crazy for them. No, no. Cons- considering oh, that. Oh, and if, and if Sully... If Sully was a pilot in the 1930s, he'd be landing planes on every river and strait. Hey, man, don't forget about Denzel Washington in flight, man. The way he was able to, you know, save those lives, even though he was a little bit, uh, you know, abbreviated, right? Yes. Yeah. God, I like it. Workshopping that one over the weekend. Oh, you should, you should have, you should have a segment. In all seriousness, I mean, DA used to have Trash Tuesday all the time. Yeah. That had nothing. That had nothing to do with sports. Mm-hmm. You should, in all seriousness, you should have a segment once per about week it. where you you put it out in a sports argument and sports format, but it's mm-hmm. about something not anything to do with sports. Oh man, this is so. God, I'm like. Yeah. There's this phrase I use, and I don't know if you know what it means. I think I made it up, but. I'm getting groined up right now. I'm, right, like, I'm, like, I'm right. pretty excited. Like, 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 no, 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 like, like, for example, like, is my, can, I know he's a little bit controversial, but in terms of talent, is anybody ever going to replace Michael Jackson as an overall musician? I don't, I think the answer mm-hmm. has to be no, right? Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's one you could definitely use. Like, could Dick Tracy, um, you know, could Ooh, guys, you know, you know what I mean? Could guys like Lawrence Olivier, Marlon Brando, could they, could they, Make it to the top of the Hollywood squares. Could they make it to the top of the acting profession today? Would Meryl Streep win every award in the 1930s? Like, you should have those kind of discussions. Like, would Mick Jagger, would his voice from a vocal perspective be able to last with the likes of a uh, a Robin Thicke, right? Could Christopher Columbus <laughs> follow directions in present day? Like, what would he do if you, if you told him to go shopping at Target right. and, he, and he landed at a Walmart? He'd say... Oh, guess this is Target now. You see, the problem is you're going to have people get on you about Christopher Columbus for what he did to indigenous people in this country, and that's going to open up a whole new can of worms. So I would stick to less controversial figures. Well, yeah, Columbus didn't do nothing. The Christopher Columbus we should be talking about is the one that wrote and sang Sailing. Oh, that's which right. Is is uh, uh, Did he sing it? Is that, is, is that why he did it? Because his name is Christopher Columbus? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Did Christopher Columbus write a song called Sailing because of Christopher Columbus? I, oh, that that I don't know. I wrote Christopher Columbus once um, for, a, for a music class in school. No kidding. Yeah, and everybody had to like pick an artist or we drew one out of a hat and I got him. And everybody else got a reply back except for me. <laughs> so I wrote John Wooden once when I was in college to come on my college radio show. And at the time he was 98 years old. Uh, he had a someone speak on his behalf and he just wrote back and said thank you so much for the interest john doesn't do um interviews anymore but so appreciate you thinking of him and he sends his best 98 years old you're trying to get him on in well i'm trying to get no that wasn't gonna happen trying to get marv levy on i was gonna get marv marv is 98 i was trying to get marv i was hoping like crazy the bills thanks a lot mr bass would uh win against Kansas City and then have their first opportunity to go to a Super Bowl in nearly three decades. And I was going to do everything I could to get Marv Levy on. I actually got a hold of Bob Cousy. Um, but, Bob yeah, doesn't, but, but Bob Cousy doesn't do interviews anymore. Should we do like a segment where I just throw like a random ass name at you and you have to try to book them within like a couple of weeks? Sure. Um, 
Bernie Williams. <laughs> Somehow, right. some way, you get me Bernie Williams on the show within the next month. Okay, deal. Deal? Deal. I, for, for the record, Bart's making my life very easy right now because uh, we've been in contact with Don't, don't give away the game. I know. But, what are you doing? I don't, want to be dis- I don't want to be disingenuous, though. I don't want people to think I'm something I'm not. If Oh, uh, Shep, come on. This is a freebie for you. I know, but you yes, gave me we have, we Hey, everyone, we have Bernie Williams booked in a couple of weeks, Hall of okay? Famer, Hall of Famer, by the way. He's, he, Shep. He, yes. Well, I'm going to be on. honest with you. You're making my life easy, and I appreciate that, but I'm not going to lie to Oh, take it. Okay. Shep. I, I want to see. You know what I want to see? I want to see David Shepard magic show where he cuts a lady in half, and then he goes, okay, all right. Here, Look at her legs are tucked in, and, <laughs> and there's actually two ladies. Okay. I just you I just know, want you guys to know what I'm doing. You know what stole the show on the NFL award show was uh, Penn and Teller with the magic trick they did in disappearing Roger Goodell for Barry Sanders, and I think a lot of people like that for many reasons. Oh, P&T were on tonight? They, they were. Obviously, uh, Teller didn't say anything. Uh, mm. Penn probably made a quote about uh, there being a lack of a god and then did his uh, magical performance. Oh, Penn's not into God? Mm. Penn is not into God at all. Didn't know that? Okay. I'm trying to think. They're doing a standing... Okay, okay. that's why they're doing a standing ovation for the Hall of Famers. Got it. Oh, are you re-watching it now? I, I'm re-watching it. I, I, it's, mm. it's, still, it's still an embarrassment that Antonio Gates didn't get in, by the way. Yeah, we are mad about that as a show. Uh, we're also happy for Devin Hester as a show. So we're we just, are. But, you can't, but we're, you, can't, you can't have a Hall of Fame with Devin Hester and not Antonio Gates. Uh, yes, and Antonio Gates will get in. It's, uh, he should have got in right away, yes. Agree. 855-212-4227. Uh, pick a card, any card. Is this your card? You know, I knew that. I actually, there's a, there's a marker on the back of it. That's how I, that's how I knew. I'm David Shepard, mag- magician, everybody. <laughs> That would be the worst show ever. All right. Uh, CBS Sports Radio. Too honest to be a musician. (laughs) It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Well, it's not far down to paradise. At least it's not for me. And if the wind is right, you can sail away. You're listening to the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, one of two ways I could go here. I told you a while back that every show, once a show, I would make a mistake on purpose to see if you were listening. Christopher Cross. For some reason, I thought his name was Christopher Columbus also. Um, That was Christopher Cross. Now, I would have known that more top of mind if he would have written back to me in fourth grade. It's not a lie if you believe it. You know, that actually is probably the best piece of advice that that came out of that that show. That's, That's true. That's how you beat a lie detector. (laughs) <laughs> Allegedly. All right. 855-212-4227. I mentioned Connor. Connor's back. Where'd you go, Connor? Um, where'd I go? I don't know. How are you? I Bart? like I went I went to press the button to put you on, and as I said your name, you went poof. You know what? I had a feeling that had happened, and I was like, no. But um, well, I actually here you are. the wrong button, but that happened. Right. And yes, okay, yeah, there happens, I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great show, Bart. 
I love it. Um, top notch. Really great job. You know, all those people out there who say that you seem like a very heartless guy, you know what it's called, everybody? It's called <laughs> tough love. Tough love. Yeah, and, uh, all those people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, blank the haters, you know. But um, anyways, look, your Bartometer, um, it definitely did miss those kickers. My list, I got number one, Jake Moody. And this is uh, a list, just to refresh, this would be a list of who's most likely to cost the team, either team, the game. So you're going with Jake Moody one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, number two, shoot, who did I have here? I wrote it all down because there's no way I'm remembering it all. I had Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Number three, I had the officials. Funny memory. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the 49ers and Cowboys game at one time where the ref, it's in the last few seconds of the game, Cowboys have the ball. It's a one-score game. And <laughs> the last few seconds in the fourth quarter, the Cowboys have a chance to score to get set up as fast as possible. They're ready to snap the ball. The ref runs up, pushes through the offensive line, grabs the ball, and places it a little bit ahead. Steps back, but he takes a few seconds like, like he stalls, and then he steps back, and then and then they start the play, and then he blows a whistle and it's over. And I'm sure Cowboys fans are absolutely furious with that game, but and they lost. Um, I feel like that I've seen that happen a lot in college and the NFL. It's like figure it out. Yeah, um, number four, Brock Purdy. Okay, um, number number six. Uh, Chiefs receiver, so I give you uh, five comes after four. Five does. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I? Oh, I wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I got a little confused there. Do you want to start over? No, no, not at all. Hey, and if anybody was uh, listening, to that uh, that didn't happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> use my use my excuse right now. Use use my excuse where you make mistake you you make mistakes on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anybody notice it? Please tell me. Mm-mm. But um, Shep, please press the dump button right now. I don't need that going out everywhere that I don't know twice. how to count. What? Go on with the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't get number five because I wrote it in between two words. Okay, number seven. I'll just skip there. Uh, any random scrub? Agree. And then I stopped. No, I'll just go to number eight. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Um, hopefully he's distracted by Taylor Swift. He's mm-hmm. too left struck to do anything. Helpless, rendered helpless. Because um, remember, anyway. he's the only one in a relationship in this game. It's the craziest thing. Is only he has a love interest. No, no, none of the other people playing. Brock Birdie just Brock Birdie got engaged. Don't forget about that. Yeah, I saw a picture. I was uh, good job for him. Yeah, well done, W Riz. Um, look, so I wanted to give a shout out to Greg. Look, man, if you're listening right now, whatever you're going through, man, I'm praying for you. Everybody out there, just give your support. And I just hope whatever you're going through, I, he didn't mention it, what he was going through, right? No. No. So whatever it is, man, I really hope it just it gets better. Whatever's going on, whether it's you or somebody dear, to, near and dear to you, just praying for you. Everybody's praying for you, man. And we, uh, just hope everything goes well. Um, great show, Bart. Um, absolutely top notch and chef. Well done. 
Truly Connor, thank you. Yeah, no. thanks for your contributions. Uh, and thanks for the uh, nice words. Hope that Greg hears them. If not, we will we will relay uh, as well. Uh, let me get to Rich in Chicago, if I may. Rich. Bart and Shep. Hey, uh, you piqued my interest. Um, as you know, a fairly frequent caller, but a, a very loyal listener. But what you got on to is exactly what I was complaining about. We're kind of lockstep on this. I'll go through a couple of things quick. But the first thing was, that really piqued my interest, was your latest comparison about the old guys, non-sports related. I got one for you. (laughs) Okay. This is sports related. Okay. This could be in your uh, wheelhouse for a show like this. How about uh, Johnny Weissmuller, a.k.a. Tarzan, could he beat Michael Phelps? Oh, all right. I mean, and Weissmuller won seven medals in the Olympics. That's a real deal for him being a uh, world-class swimmer. Yeah, and then Phelps, what did he did? He, did he get eight? He's, yeah, but he's got gold. I mean, he's got like 23 total. But the point is, it's a different generation, right? It's a different era. You can make that argument really on anything you want to do a comparative on. You know, it's the era. It's kind of why you can throw the ball for 5,000 yards in a season in the NFL. You know, back when Bradshaw played, they threw it about 18, 20 times a game. That's it. And no one can ever – there's never a right answer. No, there isn't. Anyway, let me get get to the heart of the matter, not to take it away from the Eagles, but let me get to the heart of the matter. Uh, A couple of things. One, uh, when you talk about, you know, the Super Bowl, I still don't understand how the Chiefs are the underdog. So I'll get into, I think your earlier caller, Conaher, he was right. He kind of stole my thunder. Uh, And anything you want to measure, and special teams and and kickers are one of those variables, Moody doesn't compare to Butker. And I think if you look at a choker, I'm going with Moody, too, because I didn't hear that at all, you know, earlier from who's who's on the list. Yeah, the, the Bartometer got confused. Yeah. And he forgot. It, it forgot. It totally forgot. It did. When he was Johnny. scratching the list together at 6 this afternoon about the kickers. That's all right. I mean, it's, I just thought he should be in the mix somewhere. I think he's a big choker. You know, the, the, he he got that in Michigan. He's untested. He's young. <clears throat> I think that's the problem. Anyway, the last thing, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I, I told Shep this. The awards you never want to get, okay? And okay. I'm, a former, I'm a former college football player, and we dreaded the, these two awards. And it goes back to high school. They have them in high school, too. How, how about most improved and best teammate? The most improved, <clears throat> as you clearly pointed out, is you used to suck. They, you, you never want that one. And and I think Flacco could win, as you pointed out, most improved. I don't think he's come back. He came back from what? I think he's most improved. And the best teammate is the one who wins Mr. Congeniality in the locker room that's screaming and yelling before kickoff and never plays. 
you don't want to be the best teammate or you never want to be the most improved. Those are two kiss of death deals. <laughs> it's like uh, when I was um, growing up in high school or whatever, girls, when, girls, I, I never got the compliment like, oh, you're so uh, handsome or you're so – I always got – you have really nice eyes. I always got that. <laughs> well, and you know what I should have said? You know what I should have said? Especially in college. I should have said, yeah. You want your kids to have them someday? Boom. True. Oh, yeah. 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 No, the one the one that I hate, and you got to throw that in this category, too, is when you hear a woman say, because I like to cut jokes. I'm a real wise guy, kind of like you are. Oh, I and, can tell. Yeah, I'm a real wise Can't keep guy. up. And, yeah, no, I mean, I'm older, but, you know, I know 5,000 jokes and I can't find my car keys. So, I mean, and when they tell you, this is the one I really hate, they talk about their husband or their boyfriend, and they'll go, oh, but yeah, you, you like this guy, right? And they'll go, he makes me laugh. Well, I don't want to be the court jester. I can't yeah, we're, 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 we're really getting personal here with each other. Well, no, I'm giving you some uh, material. Oh, I'm going to use it. Uh, I'm writing it down. Yeah, I mean, the he makes me laugh is a disgrace. And the moody thing I was going to give you, because I had this written down, because I am older, when Connor came on earlier and kind of said, hey, let's throw a moody in the mix, uh, I was going to comment, uh, his his field goals look like my, my tee balls when I'm slicing the ball back. I mean, not only does he miss, he misses bad. And see, now I can't tell if you're like just talking sports or if you're doing comedy routine. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't separate. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of, I'm trying to qualify. If I can't be a sports expert, I can do stand up. Um. Yeah. Hey, what well, does Greg always say? Follow your dreams. Yeah. Well, you know, I wasn't dreaming to be a, a stand up comic, but I I find things. You can make your point, and you do this extremely well. You can make a very sensitive point with humor. But the point mm-hmm. is subliminal. The message is clear. <clears throat> At least it is to me. I know exactly what you're talking about when you, you know, it's jokingly, but you mean it. Well, guys like us, Rich, thanks for the call. Guys like us, got to stay together. Hilarious, funny, quick-witted. Guys like us. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard is here and will be here all night tomorrow. I will not. Who's do you, who's producing tomorrow? Who's coming in with you? They don't make you do everything, do they? Oh, but I'd like to challenge with that though. Uh Chris Hess. Oh, Chris Hess. All right. Okay. Chris Hess. We had a guy do a show in Milwaukee once where he had to do he had to he hosted, but he also it was like a it was like an early morning show like 5 to 6 right. just a Start the day, but he had to take call. He had to screen the calls. He had to, it was crazy. Oh, I have no. I mean, here's the thing. Like I've had to do that at times. Now, fortunately, not with you. Uh, once it happened, but with Jr. It used to happen not frequently, but relatively frequently. When like his line would drop, mm. and 
we had like an anchor from home. Uh, so we couldn't do anything there. There would be no one here because the person working tape was working at their home as well. So I would be the only person on the floor. So I had to do everything. Play us in and out of breaks. Take phone wow. calls. Yep. Yep. Play the sound. So so I would. I actually kind of made a funny bit out of that. I was like, hold on for one second. I'm going to take this call. You're actually on the air, but you're not quite on the air yet. So let me just screen you. What is it that you want to talk about? Oh, great. That's what we're talking about. Let me put you right there. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. And I do that on the air. Uh, we for so for a while we started taking calls uh, without screening, <laughs> and uh, that was a mess. Well, the problem is that the one thing they bring up is something you have no idea about. At least when they're at least when you get at least like I can put on the screen. Okay, they want to talk Super Bowl. Great, they want to talk Forty Nine ers. So you know where they're going with this. But of course, if they hit you up with like Super Bowl three and the impact that it had on the NFL, you're thinking to yourself, well, if you're not really an NFL aficionado, you don't know that. For example, that's Jets Colts, right? Like something like that. So well, another another problem that we had when we did that was some of the calls that would come into the line were not callers. It was like. Hi, Derek. No, I don't know who Derek is. Your your AT and T wireless is coming to an end. Oh, that's Would you like to upgrade? Oh, that's bad. Now, now the thing is, that's probably a prank call, um, because the chances of an automated call when you're putting through calls without screening them, you know, the chance of that happening are slim to none. So, it happened multiple times to us. I'm well, telling you, those are prank calls. I think what happens is people sign up for stuff and they don't want to put their real number. So they just think of the first number that comes to their head if they, you know, worked at the building gotcha. and they put the they put the call in number. Like what well, I'm filling out something, ah, you know, getting trying to get a free trying to get a free hamburger. What's your phone number? I'm not putting that. I don't want text. Uh how about 855-212-4227? Eh, no one will care. And then and then that's that's how that happens. And it blocks gets in the way of the people that do want to call. Guys like Guys like Barry in Boston. Barry, what's up? What's going on? So the next time that happens to Shep and, and I can envision it going on, I'm going to call. I was in Youngstown State University um, <clears throat> last uh, two weeks ago for my son's hockey tournament. And I bought a hat at Youngstown State uh, Bookstore. And they have a bowling team. So last I checked, bowling is a sport. So... That's what we're going to talk about next time, Shep. Just going to talk bowling? Yeah, let's do it. Hell, I'm kind of interested to talk bowling now. Hey, listen, man. As long as Pete Weber gets brought up in the conversation, I'm good. Oh, yeah, Pete Ups. It's Super Bowl Bowl weekend, so Shep's going to kick me off if if I don't talk about how the NFL has the most parity, and this is the reason why Roger Goodell, although I don't like the guy, the whole Tom Brady thing, I'm calling from New England, and I'm pretty sure he's from uh, Scarborough, Maine. But anyway, and his house is slightly better than my house and your house, Art. Um, I'm pretty sure it's if you saw his house on the water, it's, it's the poor guy only makes I don't know 50 million a year, 45 million a year. So oh, I think but, it's up to 60 now. Actually, yeah, oh, oh, the poor guy. He's I don't know how he gets by. So, um, but the the NFL is definitely the most well-run machine. I mean, I I want KC to win this weekend. I'm I'm cheering for them. Um, a Patriots fan. Um, unfortunately, I'm a Cowboys fan. I have to say that. And for, for true honesty, it's, it's been a tough 28 years. But college was great since then. I've been nothing. And uh, <clears throat> the owner has to blame for. But <clears throat> what do you think that Roger Goodell could do 
better. I mean, I, I really, and not just him, the whole NFL, they have parity, the way they schedule the games, the way everything is. It's basically 52 weeks a year. There's, there's no more, you know, um, you know, uh, preseason, and then we end it in January. Now we're into February since um, since um, September 11th, and now we're going this one. And and I and and even though they had uh, low ratings, I think the Pro Bowl was great. It was better than the crap they had last year, or more for the past, you know, since we were in diapers, where the guys touch each other. I mean, I could play. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I weigh I weigh 175. I would get croaked by one of the normal plays in a normal game, but I, I actually liked the flat football thing. Oh, Barry, I hate it. I hate it. Hate. <laughs> hey, hate. I way, did not I watch it. One thing. I want to tell you one thing before you hang up with me. I was golfing last year down the Cape. Everyone goes down the Cape in Massachusetts in April and May, and it's a big golfing destination. And a guy in a bar I'm with all my guy friends. He's with all his guy friends. We're all golfers. And he, he said, he, he prefaced it like this. He said, I'm not gay, but you have beautiful eyes. That's what he said to me. So I want to say to you, Bart, if someone told you you have beautiful eyes, you must have beautiful eyes. Well, thank, uh, thanks, Barry. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Have fun with that one. <laughs> I am. Uh, how much more do I have in the show? Four minutes? Yes. Just leaving. Headphones down. <laughs> but Bar- Barry's coming from a good place. I know. I know he meant nothing. Nothing. No, 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 no. I, I, I didn't mean anything like that. Um, this this is way too loaded of a topic or question to just. But going off of his call, the earlier parts, going off of his call, it got me to think of something, and maybe we could talk about this next week, um, or in another time or whatever. It's pretty uh, evergreen. We could do it really whenever. Is Roger Goodell the best commissioner of any sport ever? Now, when I ask something like that, I am not asking, is he your favorite commissioner ever? I am asking if he is the best commissioner ever. Also, remember, commissioners, while we think they are to serve us the fan, nah, nah. They are to serve the owners. A commissioner exists so that the owners who vote and make all the decisions have a lackey they can send out there to take all the to take all the criticism. That's what he is. Roger Goodell talks about protecting the shield. Roger Goodell is the shield for these 32 people. He is the shield. All right? And what has he navigated through since 2006? Well, we've seen the growth since 2006, but everything that came up, there were different suspensions from Michael Vick situation to bounty gate to, uh, spy gate to or spy gate might've been before, but, um, what I meant was deflate gate. Also the whole national anthem thing when people said, I'm never watching again. And then COVID and where are we at now? They're playing, they're playing a game in Brazil on the first Friday of the week. And all these owners just getting more, 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 more money. Not taking any shots. Not taking any criticism. It all gets deflected from big old Roger Shield Goodell. He may be. He may be. We'll do some research on that one. Present it more officially another time. 
I will get uh, Kurt. I got time for you before we leave. What's up, Kurt? Hey, Bart. I almost forgot what I was going to say. I almost forgot you were there. Commissioners, their first obligation is to make sure of fairness. Uh, so I was just, when you were talking about the commissioner, I, I couldn't help but think about the uh, fairness in the Rams and New Orleans game. Evidently, he doesn't have a red phone that goes on to the refs and says, uh, you know what, the whole world is watching. You need to get that call right. Anyway, uh, two wrongs don't make a right, but two rights do make an airplane. <laughs> and that uh, Christopher Cross. Say, hey, two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts do. Do you think? think about it? Yeah, if you, you go left three times. I feel like I feel like I have a, a a thinking Rubik's cube. If you're going straight and you go left, and then you go left again, you're going backwards. But if you go left again, you go far enough, you're actually going right. Wow, does that happen if you're going around the world? I don't know. I got like a minute. What did what did you want to say? Uh, a letter was sent to the commission uh, to the president, the sitting president. Uh, concerning yeah. Kobe Bryant, the idea was to do something like put Kobe on a postage stamp like they did with Roberto Clemente. And it was the premises were it might give children, even adults, a reason to write letters, you know, cursive or print or postcards and put a Kobe Bryant stamp on there like we used to put Roberto Clemente stamps on cards. What do you think? Well, I, think that that, I think that's a great idea. Well, hopefully the, the Bryant family is listening and some people will follow up and write some letters to the president. I think that uh, it might even help the post office a little sell some stamps. Well, it could help, Kurt. Uh, thanks for the call. We got to get out of here, but it would help. What, what would happen is uh, no kids would be writing letters because you'd have people that would go and buy them all and then sell them on eBay. Is what would happen. Like everything else that happens with good intentions, there's always whenever there's good intentions, there's always a collector to get in the way. Guys, thanks for another great night. Thanks to Marco Belletti and David Shepard, Amy Lawrence from Las Vegas. Coming up. Shep, tomorrow we'll talk Super Bowl, all the recap on Monday. Again, I'm Bart Winkler. Have a good night. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 